wherever you may be, right around the country. It is a couple of minutes past 11. Miles Fitzner with you, all thanks to Betfair, of course. And you can play both sides of the bet this racing season with lay betting exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Well, we started with one T Haylock and he decided to board a plane sitting right at the back because he couldn't afford a business seat. Then we moved to Carl Kadawi. He was in for one and now he is out. And we just keep moving up the ladder at Betfair. Liam Clancy jumps in the chair. Hello to you, Liam. Milo, they're, uh, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel if I'm in here on a Sunday morning, aren't they? Hey, uh, what's going on? What's everyone at Betfair going that well that they're gallivanting around Europe or they're just not happy with their lives here in Australia? Well, I certainly don't think it's the bonuses they're getting paid. I reckon it must just be the, the base salaries they're all on. Uh, they're off to Europe. They're having a good time. They're trying to get a bit of a tan before they come back for the, uh, for the rest of the spring carnival. Looking forward to doing this with you, especially the lay bin coming up. You can join the conversation right around the country. 0499 736 Anything about sport or racing or anything that's grinding your gears, let us know. 0499736736. We always start, Liam, as we recap the NRL and the AFL scores right around the country. And it's, look, I know we'll get to uh, the AFL in a little bit, but let's go back. The Raiders and the Broncos battled it out. The Broncos 29 took care of the Raiders 18. Uh, the Roosters absolutely belted West Tigers 32-8. to eight. The Storm took care of the Titans 37-16. to 16. The Dolphins couldn't get over the North Queensland Cowboys 10-34 to 34 in favour of the Cowboys. The Warriors 18 took care of the Dragons uh, 18-6. to six. And uh, the Eels 32 took care of the Panthers 18 with the Bulldogs and the Sea Eagles and the Knights and the Sharks left to play today. But things are hotting up a little bit in the NRL season. Yeah, they are, and and from a, from where Penrith looked like they had everything cornered early in the season, now all of a sudden the Broncos are right back there. You know, Panthers are still around that two sixty four mark as favourites, but the Broncos are now three fifteen, so right there in with a chance. And the Storm a little bit further back around about that seven sixty mark. It's uh, I know there'll be a lot of Queenslanders on the Bronco train. Do not worry about that. Let's talk about the AFL. And uh, we'll start back uh, the other night. The Collingwood 101 built the life out of the Bombers. I mean, that was lacklustre, uh, to say the least. 101 to 31. Fremantle took care of Hawthorne, which in all rights they should have, but that was considered an upset in the bookies. It certainly Wasn't was. it? Which is crazy. But Hawthorne are that crazy side at the moment that I've got a Hawk mate who, who said the other day, he goes, I reckon if we were framing next year's market, we'd be about fourth favourite. Top four, they reckon already. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, they've got their head uh, where the sun don't shine at the moment. Uh, North Melbourne, well, we're going to get back to this, 132 to 97. You can send your text on that because we are going to touch on it. The Lions took care of St Kilda. I thought St Kilda were good, 72 to 60. The Bulldogs, we called this game last night for AFL Nation, 104 took care of Geelong, 79. And the Adelaide Crows came out and uh, they went bang late against the Eagles, 123 to 78 with Taylor Walker kicking nine goals, four and now leading the Coleman medal. And probably should be winning it, I would imagine. If I think Charlie might just do a little hammy in the warm-up today. And, <laughs> and Mate, you'll upset a few here. <laughs> you'll upset a few. Former Crow, um, I, I won't mention that. 9-4, um, you said to me just off air, though, before, he had an opportunity to make that 10. Yeah, and, and talking seriously, I think Charlie, he's, he's probably going to get the job done today, but... 
If Texan had just slotted that one from 30 metres out in the last couple of minutes, it would have made it a, a much more interesting contest today, I think. Well, it, yeah, then having to kick three to win it would just put a little bit of pressure on, yeah. wouldn't it? And for, and for the Texan, I bet he's sitting at home today in the ice bath doing the right thing and he's probably thinking, geez, I wish I just had one more up my sleeve to make it an interesting contest. He's it, done a hell of a job, the Texan. He was cast a few years ago. He was. He and, was cast. And that, his knee was, was no good and he, he looked like he was almost done and he's, he's really revitalised himself this year and probably playing just as good a footy as he ever has. Uh, let's get back to... This is essentially the elephant in the room, right? The North Melbourne Gold Coast game. Now, I'm not sure how I can phrase this. <laughs> if, if North Melbourne go out and lose, then it hangs over everyone's head. They say, oh, well, they lost for the first-round draft pick, right? They tanked. They come out and win... And the masses are coming out saying they're crazy. They've just lost the number one draft pick. They can't... It's lose-lose for them. I, I, I'm really interested to see what the listeners have got to say about this because I thought if you're a North Melbourne supporter, you'd be really angry about yesterday. And, um, and now they, they find themselves in a situation where, you know, a few of them are saying, we actually really enjoyed it. We, we like it and we've got probably pick two and pick three. And, and how different is that? But, I mean, Harley Reid could be an absolute superstar and now you've got no idea. You, you've, you've sent him over to the West. They're talking genera- once-in-a-generation player or whatever they say, but they said that last year too about Horn Francis. And, I mean, he's not there either. Um, but, yes, he wanted to go home. Harley Reid wanted to stay in Melbourne. Uh, it, it's, a, it's an odd feeling because you just... They don't want to win another wooden spoon. Like, winning culture is good culture. And uh, uh, the one point that I really take out of this as well is you don't want to be going into next year with a 21-game losing streak hanging over your head and when's our next win coming? So I do understand that, but, oh, jeez, if, if, uh, if I was a Roos supporter, I don't know if I'd be too happy about last and, night. And also, you've got to sing, like, sing, where's, like, where are the Gold Coast at? I mean, I know they've made the coaching change, but fair dinkum. Like, where are they at? And it's, it's been one of those seasons, right? Like, I think if you, two, three weeks ago, Gold Coast is still thinking they might even host a home final, whereas now they sit there and they've wallowed down to 15th on the ladder only a couple of games ahead of Hawthorne. It, it's, I mean, even Essendon, you could argue too, like a lot of their supporters, say we're up and about by round five, six or seven, whatever it was, and it just it goes to show you can't really judge teams. Malcolm Blight told me this. He said, mate, you never, ever judge a side until after about round 12 or 13, yeah. ever. And the, and the Bombers fans are coming for them as well. Oh. They? They, they, they are very disenchanted by what they've been seeing on the pitch. What's the, where's that a Twitter account at? Days since Essen's last final win. I, I, I stopped checking in on that. It's, it's pretty uh, ugly reading for oh. the Bombers fans. Um, can we quickly touch on the premiership market? This would be fascinating. Oh, if we had to run through them. This is fascinating today, though. We're Carlton GWS. GWS win and you're in. Um, and the... Bulldogs then miss out. The Bulldogs be sweating. We spoke to Ed Richards after our broadcast last night and he said, look, we'll all probably get together and watch the game. The late one tonight. But um, I don't think the Dogs, if they play anything like they did last night, they can't do any damage in the finals. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, they're $75 for the flag and I think... uh, That's about right. ...you'd be pretty happy to lay that at this stage. Yeah. You got the Pies who, after disposing of the Bombers on Friday night, they're 395 into 365, so still favourites. I think Brisbane are the funny one, right? Like, because they play so well up there at the Gabba, but can they win a flag having to come to the G? Um, they're $4, their second favourite. 
and the D's, they're 460, and uh, and they're the ones that are probably the quiet sleepers. I'm I'm big on if Brisbane play at their best, they can win it. Even at the G? Yep. If they play at their best, they can win it. If, if Joey kicks five, Hipwood kicks a couple, Neil has a day out, Rayner plays well, Jeez, he was good McCluggage, he was good do you know what I mean? Like They've got the list to win it. Yeah. Um, I think Melbourne and Collingwood have both got the list to win it. Carlton seem to have the X factor. That that they if the you know Kerno goes off and Cripps goes mad, then they can probably win it. It I don't think it's clear cut, but I'm on the sort of baggers and the Brisbane train really. And what about Port Adelaide? Where do they sit for you? I, I don't think they can win it. Can't do it. No, just relying on Butters and Rosie a bit too much. Yeah, I, I probably just don't have the firepower for mine. And I mean, all indications are pointing that they. Um, that they're sort of running out of legs pretty quick. Yeah, it feels that way coming towards the end. They were, they were big up-and-comers early in the season, you, but not the so much anymore. 12 or 13 in a row or something, and, I mean, you can't peak too early in this. I mean, it's the story of my life, really. <laughs> but <laughs> Now, talk to me. Your, uh, your cats, they're, they're obviously not going to be there this year, so well, who, yeah, who, a, who are you going to be supporting come finals I time? think I'm, I'm, I've always been Brisbane's second team man because a couple of guys from where I come from, Lockie Neal and... Lincoln McCarthy are both from where I'm from. Um, so I've always had Brisbane in the back of my mind. But, geez, I'd love to see Carlton. I'm on the bagger train. I'd love to see Carlton just wreck through the finals and a couple of big teams and just... Because the whole city would be a buzz. If Carlton wrecked a few and just, bang, took down, say, Collingwood or a Melbourne or someone on, you know, a Friday night, it'd be... Like, Carlton in the prelim, would the, the place would be going off. But, I think but, it's good for the comp. Can't make a grand final or a prelim. It's really good for the competition. I think the green room's going off. Tomo's pretty happy oh, about this. Mate. <laughs> $13.50 they still are for the flag, and they're coming in that well. Oh, I think you could. it's a bit of a back-to-lay proposition, maybe. Oh, we said that a little while out too, but you could take the $13.50, hope they win a first final. They'll be, what, $6, yeah, 7 bucks. Right in. So make the money, lay them out. 0499 at 736 736. Get your texts in, uh, a couple in. Scotty from Bayswater. Um, he got Acromantula. Yep, speedy horse, Acromantula. Yeah, that's nearly a jug. <laughs> that's nearly a jug, Liam. Uh, morning, Miles and Liam. Went to the rugby yesterday, and my backboard is Ryan Pappenhausen, however you spell it, making his comeback after 400-odd days for the storm after his knee injury. The roar when he came on was spine-tingling. Great for him to be back. Have a ripper. Good on you, big fella. And uh, Braden said, he's a ripper too, Braden. Yeah, it's always lose-lose. You can't win in the eyes of the media unless you win a flag. Apart from that, it's a failure. If you don't get a three-peat, it's a failure or a waste. Look at the talk around the dogs in Melbourne. I think the dogs have definitely been a failure. The list they've got, they, they were, the, the list they've got, they should be playing better than what they are. And especially you see them play last night, and, geez, they just look a mile off the pace, don't they? They just scrubbed across the line. The, I've also got Have one. you got you got some there? I've, I've got a couple here, but um, the, the, the interesting one, boys, the Coleman would be over by quarter time. The King will take care of the business. They they love <laughs> they love it, the Blue supporters, they, don't they? Geez, you've got a fair few Coleman's, not too many uh, finals wins in, the, <laughs> in there at the Baggers. <laughs> Any others off uh, off your line? Uh, yeah. ones if Harley Reid becomes the Dusty or Danger, this, this win will mean a lot, and I think that's obviously a fair one, and that's what everyone's worried about, right? And then uh, we've got Eric, who's come in and said, if Carlton win, Bulldogs are in the finals and they could be playing Carlton in week one of the finals. Lose and it's over for the doggies. You would see Carlton would want that, right? Carlton would want that. Any team in the eight currently would want to play Bulldogs around one of the finals. Oh, and you'd, you'd, They're the most... St Kilda have just come good again. 
St Kilda have just come good again the last few weeks. They've like, they look like they've sharpened right up. But you'd probably want you'd want Port the yeah you'd probably want Port I'd reckon or or the Dogs at the moment. I think. And, and it's an interesting one on that. I mean, for my, like, there's a bit of conjecture about who's going to win Coach of the Year, but it's it's got to be Ross Lyon. Has to be with with that sort of list that he's had, and he's had most of his best players out for a lot of it. He's got him into a, a home final for has, the first time in a long time. 